Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down, sit down, and spend time in scripture. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, I encourage you grab a pen, grab your Bible, a notebook, and let's not only read scripture, but let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak and let's remember this. Good morning. Happy Thursday. I am once again in my car this morning. I feel like it's been one of those weeks for me where I'm rushing out the door all for good things. Um, And so it's easier. I'm actually in the same parking lot I was yesterday, which is funny. I'm like always at um, the same parking lots, the same places. But this week it's because I'm shipping a lot of Christmas things and um, orders for my jewelry business that I have. So it's been a crazy week, but every day, just grateful to have the discipline and the routine of opening up the word and spending time in scripture, because it is something that just, I know for me personally, it grounds me so much throughout my day to just have, even on this past week, it's been more like 15 minutes of just pausing rather than other times where I have, you know, close to 30 minutes or an hour to spend in the word, but whatever time it is, it just starting my day in scripture always grounds me. And I'm so grateful um, to even have the accountability of this group of those of you who are listening to say like, let's do this. Let's spend time in scripture. Um, let's listen to the word of God. Let's let his word be the first thing that we hear, the first words that we receive every single day um, so that we are grounded and rooted and throughout our days, remembering what he's speaking to us. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read to us Galatians 5, 1 through 6. But today I thought I would switch it up a little bit um, and we're going to read in the NASB. So we're just going to switch it up a little bit. Normally we've been in the NLT, but we're going to do NASB. It says this, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. Behold, I... Paul say to you that if you receive circumcision, Christ will be of no benefit to you. And I testify again to every man who receives circumcision that he is under obligation to keep the whole law. You have been ser- you have been severed from Christ, you who are seeking to be justified by law. You have fallen from grace, for we through the Spirit by faith are waiting for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything, but faith working through love. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we thank you so much for your word. God, today I thank you that your word just brings us encouragement, that your word brings us hope, that your word reminds us of who we are, of who, whose image we were made in, of who we belong to, of our identity, that we can read your word and we can grow closer to you in doing that. And so God, I just pray that your Holy Spirit at this time would just come. Would you speak through these few moments? Would you speak through your word like you always do, like you're always faithful to do? And would you help us to remember it? In your name we pray. Amen. Verse five is the one we're focusing on today. It says, for we through the spirit by faith are waiting for the hope of righteousness. We are waiting for the hope of righteousness. Now, I read it in the NASB because this is what the NLT says. But we who live by the Spirit eagerly wait to receive by faith the righteousness God has promised to us. But I love that in the NASB it says, by faith are we are waiting for the hope of righteousness. The hope of righteousness. How beautiful it is that we can wait for the hope 
of righteousness. And I want to remind you, I think I said it earlier in this week, but um, I've been a little obsessed with this word hope and Tim Mackey defined it as biblical hope being the choice to wait for God to bring about a future that is as surprising as a man being raised back to life. That God's going to bring about, that we're going to wait for God to bring out a future that is as surprising as a man being raised back to life. We can hope, we can expect to be surprised by God when we wait through the Spirit, when we walk through the Spirit, when we live through the Spirit, by the Spirit, by faith. That's what we can expect, that God is going to come and he is going to give us the hope of his righteousness. Today, this was just so encouraging as I read this, and I just felt that encouragement of the Lord of righteousness is, you know, being in right standing with God. It's, it's justice. It's, it's more, it's being, you know, in, in right standing. Like there's so many different ways you can describe righteousness in a complicated way and also in a super spiritual way and also just in a super simple way of being right in the eyes of God, that things are going to come and they're going to be seen right in the eyes of God, that things are going to be right with God, that things are going to be just, that things are going to be fair, that things are going to be perfect at some point. And so those of us, as we continue to surrender, not to the law, not to our old former ways, but to the spirit of God, and it's going to require some faith in us, right? Paul's telling us that you're going to have to walk without sight. Like you might not always see it in the moment, but if you continue to walk in faith without, maybe sometimes without sight and trust the spirit and surrender to the spirit, you can have hope. You can expect God to show up and surprise us and he's going to turn things around. He's going to make things right again. He's going to make things holy again. He's going to make things fair and just again. You see, we can't always see or understand or comprehend in our human eyes what God is doing in this world around us, in our daily lives, but he is working, he is moving, he is doing things beneath the surface of what we can see. Yet sometimes we just need to be reminded through the scripture of that, that as we trust the spirit and where he is leading us, as we surrender to everything else and let go of everything else and put God on the throne of our hearts like we talked about yesterday and we surrender to the spirit, we can hope. We can, we can have that biblical hope of expecting God to show up and surprise us. And that just keeps being a theme in, in my heart this week of God, like where are you going to show up and surprise us? What are those things in my life right now that if I'm being honest, I don't have hope and I can't see in the moment how the spirit is working, but I know I have to follow the spirit. I know I have to continue to be obedient. Where do I need him to show up and just surprise me? Those are the questions that I've been asking and I've been processing. And as I read these verses, I'm reminded again that we, through the spirit, by faith, we're waiting for the hope of righteousness. We're not just walking aimlessly. We're not just waiting aimlessly. We're not wandering aimlessly. We're waiting with this intentionality. We're waiting with this focus of saying, God, we know you're going to show up. God, we know that you are going to move. We can expect that you are going to show up and surprise us. I'm going to read it in the NLT one more time. We who live by the Spirit eagerly. That word eagerly, it says there in that translation. 
wait to receive by faith the righteousness God has promised for us. I love to hear when it's saying receive though too, because I think that puts a different kind of perspective for me on it when I think of, okay, so all I have to do is keep waiting and it's going to come. Like the righteousness of God is going to come as God has promised for us. But that eagerness, that eagerness insinuates that you do have hope, that you are expecting that God is going to show up and he's going to surprise us in the same way that he surprised everyone by raising Jesus back to life. So I want to encourage you today to look in the depths of your heart and think, where do you still need God to surprise you today? Where do you still need hope today? And where do you need to walk by the spirit, by faith today? Galatians 5.1 says it was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. Behold, I, Paul, say to you that if you receive circumcision, Christ will be of no benefit to you. And I testify again to every man who receives circumcision that he is under obligation to keep the whole law. You have been severed from Christ. You who are seeking to be justified by law, you have fallen from grace. For we, through the Spirit, by faith, are waiting for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision or uncircumcision means anything, but faith working through love. Enjoy the rest of your week, and remember to ask the Holy Spirit, what is it that you need to hear from Him today? In the same way that he's speaking so intimately and so personally to me and reminding me that I can have hope, reminding me that I can expect him to show up and surprise me. How do you need to receive and how do you, what do you need to remember today? We'll see you tomorrow.